Mark, what happened? Did you have to be in a chair? Motorcycle accident. Paralyzed my legs. Is it permanent? Doctor thinks so. I don't. I don't intend to be in this thing the rest of my life. What's up, everybody? There's a skeleton crew. We are back, and this show is dedicated to our savior, Jonathan Gore, the man who yep. died for the sins of the stupid. This is dedicated <laughs> to the one. There's a lot of stupid out there. There's a lot of stupid. I had my 15 minutes of fame last week. Yeah, what happened with that? Because I kind of missed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and of course, it's negative, uh, of course. Uh, okay, so I was watching Friday the 13th Part 2. I don't think I was even watching it. Like, somehow I just saw the guy in the wheelchair. You know, I'm always looking for a wisecrack, pretty much. And I, I don't know, my brain just sees things, and it's just like, well, what can I, like, make fun of or something? You know, I don't even know. <laughs> I see the world the same way, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm looking at him, and I guess it was the scene. I, maybe I was thinking about how he almost banged that chick, and, that, like, how that's pretty cool, what, what could be funny about it. So, he says to her, I don't intend to be in this wheelchair for the rest of my life. I just, you know, my thinking just goes to, well, isn't he, like, only alive just that day? I just figure I can make a picture where Jason, since everyone makes those pictures, like, where Jason's on the bottom with his mask off and he has this goofy face. He's looking at him, like, with a comical face. And he's saying, uh, Mark, unless you plan on walking in the next 20 minutes, I got some crappy news for you. (laughs) Which is funny. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> exactly. It's not an attack on people in wheelchairs. It really... Of course not. I mean, that's, I it's so stupid for anyone to get offended over something like that. You were clearly talking about that particular character who is fictional. Fictional characters. It's not even about, haha, you can't walk. It's... Ow. your Your life isn't going anywhere to the point you have no hope. Basically, it's just making fun of that he's hopeless, pretty much. Right. Nobody could read into it as if I was making fun of handicapped people, unless you're a total no. moron. It's the, it'd be the same if you if it was a guy who was like working at you know working at McDonald's or something. No offense to anyone working at McDonald's. I'm not trying to offend anyone who's working at McDonald's, but it's a perfectly viable job. But like, say there was a guy who's working at McDonald's and he's like, I don't plan on working at McDonald's for the rest of my life. Okay, you could have the exact same response from Jason. And it would be, well, okay, well, the, would, you know, except it would be like, you know, well, unless you plan on getting a job at Taco Bell in the next 20 minutes, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. that's, it is clearly not a stab or against the handicap against the handicap. Right. And anyone who thinks so is just beyond stupid. Dude, I fuck handicapped chicks all the time. <laughs> yeah. Cause I can't run away. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. Oh, shit. No, but, um. Uh, 
Yeah, that was my 15 minutes of fame. That was Rob Mablomi's 15 minutes of lame. <laughs> you know, it's funny. A, a guy, like I said, a guy who who looks like Franklin from Texas Chainsaw is offended at wheelchair jokes. Go figure. Yeah. And you know what's funny about that, too? Like, everybody <laughs> that from our page basically got banned over there, right? <laughs> everybody. So I took a different approach, right? And I got on there and I was like, gee golly, gee whiz, everybody. Like, I was just being a complete moron, making sure I don't swear or anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, can I post my shows here? And he's like, yes, you may. <laughs> he goes, tell him fucking Rob sent you, basically. So I was like, okay. So I write it in there. Little does he know that the fucking whole, the whole blow up, the whole controversy, the whole thing was because of you. <laughs> and he's allowing me to post <laughs> your shows <laughs> right on there. And I, I think I got away with two or three of them. And I checked today and I was like, I haven't seen any of those dumb fucking, hey, welcome to the page. These are the rules. Like, I, cause I, I kept getting a kick out of it. So apparently he, he realized what I was posting and, and fucking banned me too. <laughs> Good morning, fellow campers. Yeah. <laughs> Suck a dick. What a bunch of bullshit. They call it the alumni page. All that goes on there is regular people posting pictures of fucking Jason and a bunch of, hey guys, welcome Dan Chase to the forum. He just joined today. Dan, please be sure to read the pinned rules. Get the fuck out of here. That- Dude, one of the last rules was like no Jason versus Freddy talk or something like that. You can't, talk, you can't talk about any other movie there. You can't say anything disparaging about any of the movies. There. Right. Well, what the fuck? I, you cannot have an actual honest discussion. What kind of group page is that? You know. So in order to be welcomed there and allowed to live there, you can never say anything bad about any of the Friday the 13th. Get, give me a break. Not everyone likes every single movie. Most people don't like every single movie in the franchise, what's wrong with a little healthy discussion? It's called being a grown-up. It's called being able to voice your opinion, and that's what we do all the fucking time. Yeah, that's called being a control freak. I mean, that's clearly what that is. And there's no hatred. Just because you don't like, say, Friday 6, I think you're nuts, but if you don't like Friday 6, it doesn't mean anything, so you don't like it. So you say you don't like it, and then I go, oh, really? I do. The end. You know, I mean... (laughs) Oh, we know. Fucking break. He has twenty-one people as administrators, making sure every all that shit. Regulators. I'm telling you, it's like a cult. It scared the shit out of me. Went over there, and then it's like, I didn't even like. I started to, and I was like, Nah, you know what? I don't even know (laughs) because I read the pinned post or the pined post, as some of them said, (laughs) and. (laughs) <laughs> All I wanted to do was correct the spelling and grammar. Because I got if you are going to force people who join your page to read all of that right. shit, you might right. want to make sure it's right. Because otherwise, you look like a douchebag. You have to graduate high school. His grammar sucks. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, man. Yeah. You know, and... You know, and do whatever you want on your group page. I mean, that's fine. It's your group page or or whatever. I just don't understand the point of having one if you're not going to allow discussion. And then, oh, if someone brings up another movie, then they get a warning. And I'm like, really? No, they troll for shit, though. That's what they do on that page. They just troll and look for shit. You know what I mean? They're just like fucking Nazis about it. And and that's what they do. That's that's their angle. Like, that's how they roll on that shit. I, I think it's hilarious. I think it's funny all the people that, like, back them up, too. 
Oh, God, it's a cult. It's a cult. It is, dude. It really is. Like, are you guys that fucking retarded? Dude, get a sense of humor. Lighten up, dude. Life is not that fucking serious. I mean, really. Well, it's like I said in my comment when you posted the picture, when the picture was posted that you had made, which, by the way, when I first saw it, I thought it was just being posted there, and I thought it was hilarious. Ah. And I was about to send it to Brian, and then I realized it was a screen cap, and there was other things attached to it. So then I read the whole thing, and I was like, are you out of your fucking mind, people? Like, first of all... Life is way too short to yeah. get your panties in a wad over something so stupid. I'm sorry. I have more important things to worry about, like <laughs> right. real issues. And get a sense of humor about yourself and stop being so fucking serious. And stop take, and get over yourself, first of all. Jesus. And I was really mad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at some of these rules. Ready? Racial comments and comments of orientation preference are taken seriously here and you will be given a strike and your comment will be removed i literally cannot go on there and say i love vera from part three she's so hot because i have a thing for spanish chicks i i would get a strike against me i didn't even get any strikes i just got kicked off <laughs> you were banned by association which they were doing wholesale that night it's well, like, that's not the they, rules as soon as they <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, where's that? He's gonna put it. In, it's gonna be one of the pined rules now that that yeah. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that if you associate with you know Alex of the Skeleton Crow, then you're <laughs> <laughs> the Skeleton Crow. Wow, it's so weird that you said that. I just posted the official bird of the Skeleton, bird of the skeleton Crow. crow. Yes. Wow. I sh oh, shit. I should have made it the Skeleton Crow. Oh, I was gonna guess that too. Shit. I'm so typical. I went for the swallow. <laughs> but yeah, our our official bird is the swallow, uh, for no real reason except that. Uh, <laughs> As I almost spit my beer. And once you're banned, you're banned for life. So we're all shit out of luck. We you know we have to leave that huge 722 member page and go back to our 5,300 page on Skeleton Crew. But, so. Yeah, exactly. I could, I could probably still get in. On it like a bonnet. But I did like how everybody came to, to your defense. And it made me realize something that everybody on our fucking page, I mean, you know, we all pretty much have the same sense of humor. And I believe that's the kind of sense of humor that you should have, you know. And and, and anybody else that doesn't have, that doesn't find those things, you know, funny, because they are funny. I mean, you got to. You gotta look at them and, and wonder, like, huh, what's going on with those motherfuckers? Like, like, who fucking beat you as a child that you don't think that's funny, you know? And I, you know what else I love? I love seeing the chicks come out, too, in, in your defense. Like, Myra was out there, and she's, and so when I got all pissed off, and I was like, rah, 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 and then she did the, she did the Dan Chase voice, you know? Um, yeah. You tell them, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's all in sync, man. I loved it, man. I, I love our listeners. <laughs> They fucking rock. They're the they best ones cool. out there. They're all yeah. there. They're right there. And that right there proved that they've got your fucking back. Yeah. And that's what I love about these guys. You didn't even rally anybody. You didn't even say anything. I was sleeping. People. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, this whole battle is fucking... being fought for you and you yeah, have no fucking idea it's even going on. Everybody's fucking sharpening their swords. Alex is fucking sleeping <sighs> in the dungeon, dude. <sighs> Oh, man. Hey, man, I work hard on this show. I need sleep, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so people like, you know, of course we're going to do that thing where we leave people out and they're going to feel like shit, sorry. But, uh, you know, people just pop that nowhere. Like Chris Graber, he just like out of nowhere. I didn't even know the guy was on our page. And suddenly he's like on the forefront. He's he's uh, drop kicking people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this brought people out of the woodwork, you know, when you have a, a cause. That, you know, like Jordy Oster. 
Dave was huge in the, he was like right in the middle of the melee. Kid Dave was like, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Panna Ress. I love when Alex butchers these names. <laughs> the Cosmic Creeper. I can't butcher, butcher that one, right? The Cosmic Creeper. And the reason I said um, support Jonathan uh, Gore oh, yo, 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 yo. is because he went and made a whole other thing, and that page is, like, taken off or something. They reported it. That shit's gone, and um, <laughs> he was susp- his account was suspended. He couldn't even post anything. So... The guy went to the front of the line, man. His Facebook account was his, what, his whole entire Facebook account yeah. was suspended. Yeah. Jesus, well, that explains why I haven't had so much stalking lately. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's fucked up, though. Yeah, but everybody and all the regulars too. I'm only not saying everyone's name because uh, the regulars, you know, are regulars. But I'm just talking about the people who who just came out of nowhere and we didn't even know that they gave a shit, and here they are supporting us. So thank you guys. Uh, that is very telling of 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 this show and everybody and, and the community that. Uh, we all are. so The regulars against the regulators. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and for listeners out there who haven't like joined our Facebook group and you're not like involved with all this, come on come over. On. Let's, let us know you're out there. Having. We love you. We love knowing you're out there. So come say hi. I don't. I hate you all. And plus, you get your name on the show. Yeah. That's, a, that's an amazing Name thing. drop. Oh, Matthew Woodward was very uh, happy about our... Reading his e- his uh his thing about how he doesn't know if all of our shows are good or not, so he uh, <laughs> he liked that. Okay, ready? Yeah. Can I just say that I was fucking thrilled to hear my name spoken on last Friday's podcast, one of my favorite shows, even though Alex mispronounced my name. What does he mean by that? <laughs> Matthew Wooddard. Oh, Woodard. I said Woodward. Woodard, right? Woodard. 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 Don't worry, Matthew, that makes you special because <laughs> Alex does that to everyone. That means you're initiated. That's all that means. Exactly. Welcome to the crew. Ask Jack Courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or Leanna Quigley. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, so he said, and to clarify, so let's see if he really clarifies this. The episode I was commenting on was a great one. That's the one where we visited Camp Crystal A. I just thought that it was a little weird and all over the place. <laughs> Sweet. In a really good way. Sincerely. Okay. Everyone, every episode rocks and the work you all do, I'm glad the consensus between you three seemed to be you all knew I wasn't knocking your consistently awesome show. Thanks for mentioning my comment on the Skeleton Crew and not for dragging me through the dirt Shelly lives. Matthew, I love you. <laughs> I do. He 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 is consistently commenting on even on my personal page which i love i love when they come over and and bring i love when skeleton crew shit gets smeared all over my page i love that i love how we said it's off the wall because that's what we were going for man we've been trying to fucking do random weird shit just fun stuff you know i mean we only got a few shows left we might as well you know so i'm glad somebody noticed that we're we're trying to go outside the box because we could always go back to the whole news review type you know, thing. It's always going to be there. Yeah, and we're going to. But let's face it, every fucking week, there's not um, there's not a bunch of uh, horror topics. I mean, there's a fucking handful of, of, of really good horror movies every year, so. Right. Yeah. I will listen now. After your father's murder, you are orphaned. You are ten years old. You went to live with your cousins on a sheep or horse ranch in Montana, and... And one morning I just 
ran away. No, just Clarice. What set you off? You started at what time? Early, still dark. Then something woke you, didn't it? Was it a dream? What was it? I heard a strange noise. What was it? It was... Screaming, like some kind of screaming, like a child's voice. What did you do? I went downstairs, outside. I crept up into the barn. I was so scared to look inside, but I had to. And what did you see, Clarice? What did you see? Lambs. The lambs were screaming. They were slaughtering the spring lambs. And they were screaming. And you ran away. No! First I tried to free them. I I opened the gate to their pen, but they wouldn't run. They just stood there confused. They wouldn't run. But you could, and you did, didn't you? Yes, I took one lamb, and I ran away as fast as I could. Where were you going, Clarice? I don't know. I didn't have any food, any water, and it was very cold, very cold. I thought, I thought if I could save just one, but he was so heavy, so heavy. I, I didn't get more than a few miles when the sheriff's car picked me up. The rancher was so angry, he sent me to live at the Lutheran Orphanage in Bozeman. I never saw the ranch again. What became of your lamb, Clarice? They killed it. Now, here's the biggest news of the week. Rob, some people call him Bombi. I call him Rob Zombie still because I don't think he's uh, had enough bombs. See, what, what would you consider a bomb of Rob Zombie's? Maybe Losing money. No, I'm talking about, like, what movie was a bomb? Like, well, like I, financially or critically? Like, Let's just say critically for now. Who cares about money? Yeah. Uh, I well, guess. he's been under fire for just about right. everything he's everything. done by somebody. I think a lot of people give him a pass on Devil's Rejects, but everything else, they call it fucking smut. Right. You know, Jason Lloyd doesn't like Devil's Rejects. Oh, Jason. That does surprise me. Sometimes. Like, sometimes he has a great great viewpoint. I'm like, I'm right there with you, Lloyd. I love it. And then he just goes and does something stupid like that. So, uh, how was your date last night? It was all right. Yeah? With that Julie chick? Yeah. (laughs) So what happened? I fucked her. (laughs) No shit. Was it good? It was all right. You know, but to tell you the truth, I think she's a little bit too old for me. Oh, yeah? How old is she? She's 17, but she's practically 18. What do you mean? Look at you. You're 34 years old. Yeah, but I don't want to be dealing with chicks over 15. It's like once they get their license, they don't give a shit. Uh, Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's a little young for me, though, you know. There ain't nothing better than a tight, innocent snatch. Uh, yeah. Look, dude, I'm going to get off Skype for a minute and just run some tests, and when everybody else gets on, I'll just call you and let you know, okay? I'll give you a buzz. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Nice mouth. (laughs) <laughs> wow you kiss your mother with that mouth jesus christ man <laughs> tight innocent snatch i think rob zombies movies are fucking awesome man i mean i can see how that they wouldn't be somebody's you know specific taste but i mean whatever man they're fucking horror movies you know you got 
You got Lords of Salem, which is just batshit crazy, in my opinion. It's, it's you know, it and, is... And, wait, and may I say, it's way better the second time. And the third and the fourth, which I watched completely sober and I loved, you know? No way. Yeah, dude, I love that shit. But, okay, go back to Halloween 2. Another fucking off-the-wall batshit crazy version of Halloween, dude. Well, you know what I hate about him getting bashed, honestly? It's that we all are so passionate about horror... And this is clearly a guy who also is. Yeah. Luckily, through his music, he was talented enough to make a lot of money. Did anybody hear that? He he was talented (laughs) enough to make a lot of money in his music. Is there a frog in the dungeon? (laughs) And he was able to go ahead and get into the directing business of movies. And what did he choose? Horror. He wants to contribute. I mean, you got to respect that. I mean, yes, you don't have to say all of his movies were great. But come on, give the fucking guy a break, man. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, he is clearly a fan, first and foremost. He has always been a horror fan before he started making movies back when he was just a musician. And that shows, you know, so whether you like his stuff or not, you cannot deny the fact that the man is a horror fan and he is passionate about it. And honestly, I think that's one thing that we all just need to be in the same boat on, whether you agree or not on on a particular film, at least just be thankful that there's someone out there as passionate as you are about the genre. Exactly. And you want to know another thing, too? I honestly, truly think he doesn't give a fuck what anybody thinks about his movies like i'm sure he wants to make money for the studios and stuff like that but as far as making movies dude he's like fuck them i don't care i'm making the movies i want to make you know what i mean that's exactly how he should be yeah dude that that's i love that mentality man like i said i don't i'm not the hugest rob zombie fan musically or whatever but once he started making movies man i mean i didn't judge it on anything like oh i don't like his music i i saw each movie for what it was and i think they're all fucking excellent dude yeah you know i i'm a big fan of his style i love mm-hmm. that shitty grimy shit like can, can i tell you my one and only gripe with rob zombie is his wife well he, well that but he's very vocal about um getting away from horror he has been for a long time like especially you know since uh halloween 2 he's like no i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it all right i'm gonna do words of salem it's gonna be like fucking you know kubrick uh rosemary's baby type shit off the wall and then i'm really stepping away i'm i want to do this i want to do that hockey 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 that's right it's fucking hockey movie and i understand slap shot yeah, and so, <laughs> slap shot too. But uh, I understand the need to get away from it, but I just feel a little cheated that he just keeps coming back to it. And don't get me wrong, I love it. Like his new, that new little fucking teaser show or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's where I was getting to, yes. That was good shit. Like I, I, I want Rob Zombie equated with the whole Halloween theme. I love it. Everything he's done involved with that is fucking great, I think. So I love it, but I just feel a little betrayed. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, are you still into this? Anymore. Yeah, like you're still with us, dude? Well, the, see, I feel the opposite. I feel like when he keeps saying that shit and then we hear he's going back to horror, I'm like, yeah, fuck. I, I feel the same way. I just feel like, why? Why do that dance? But maybe he does feel that way after every horror movie. Like, yeah, I want to get away from it. And then he gets the itch back a couple months. You know what I mean? He gets fucking, he gets that itch and he gets a good idea. And let's face it, he's got some good ideas. And if you had a good idea like that, would you step away from it? Would you say, oh, no, I want to do this fucking slap shot? You know, it's like, come on. We are with the 100 shows. Uh, there you <laughs> go. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. Jamie, have you seen the 31... 31- 
whatever the hell that was, trailer, teaser, whatever. No, I haven't. It's really nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's a bunch of clips of his old movies and then saying, I don't know what he's actually saying at the end of it. I mean, it's, it's nothing. It's just nothing. So a lot of speculation is going down. Everyone thinks between The Mask and The 31, it is going to be Halloween 3. Because The Mask looks like Michael Myers' mask when he was a kid. And 31 is the day of Halloween. 3 is Halloween 3. And if you take... And the way he wrote it, it was 3i. So then people are going as far as saying, well, if you take the I... Move it in front of the three and turn it sideways. It's H3. Like, they're going all over the place. Like, this is really creating buzz. And that's what he wants. You know, it's that's... Well, we know that Halloween 3 is is a go. Yeah. And, um... With what's-her-name? Yeah, with, um, Taylor Scout... Com- Scout Compton. Oh, what the yeah. fuck is her name? Taylor, Scout, Taylor, Taylor Scout... Taylor Compton. Taylor... <laughs> she's from Com- dr dre so i mean yeah maybe that's a uh maybe that's a, like a little wink wink nudge nudge yes i'm coming back for the third one you know i don't know do you think they would tease it like that though i mean it, it seems After like if they were trying- buzz that's been going around i mean over this, yeah. the past several years maybe so i mean you know how they they love to to drum up things and love to get you know people all excited and the, you know um and teasing is is huge in hollywood it's kind of like my bedroom it's <laughs> <laughs> oh. I know, I'm sorry. I was What's so huge? <laughs> um. <laughs> well, here's what he said five years ago. He said, no, I could not see that in any shape, way, or form, never. When asked why, he stated, if I told you why, you wouldn't believe me. And he I'm said wh- that about the second one, though. I know, I know. And the, <laughs> the, the thing is, he supposedly despises the Weinsteins at this point. Um hmm. You know, he just hates them. They're the biggest meddling fucks in Hollywood. Everybody hates them, though. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> I wish I why can some billionaire please buy the franchise away from these assholes? I know, right? I hope so. Oh, either either way, though. Okay, here's the thing about this news. Either way it goes, whether it's an original Halloween based movie or it's Halloween three, I'm fucking, I'm I'm in. Like, it, take my money. Take my money right now, because his his original ideas are great, and I think his adaptations of the Halloween series is great. Mm-hmm. And if he's coming back for a third one, you know there's a pretty solid idea for it. Whether oh, yeah, that, whether that makes it to the screen or not, fucking Harvey. And Look Paul. how fucking good part two was. Like, can you imagine the same guy? He's gonna have the trilogy. Like that is fucking great, man. Oh god, I wish he was doing Halloween three. Mm-hmm. Who the hell's gonna fucking direct it? That guy who did Halloween Eight, <laughs> and he no. like Rosenthal. We saw how bad that was, man. That guy lost Ricky his... Rosenthal. Oh yeah. god, man, he is just terrible. You don't know what death is. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what death is. Yeah, that's a fucking good one. That's not too cheesy, eighties, you idiot. So, like, when was that ever cool? Like, people in the eighties didn't know they were classic old stuff they thought they were fresh and cool and they're still doing that <laughs> let's go over some other halloween news uh this is the hugest news i mean everyone's been waiting oh, for this I'm fucking pumped i'm not dude wait everyone's been waiting for this for 20 years i'd say you know like 
we all wonder why we have to keep, you know, Jason has a box set, Freddy has a box set. Why the fuck are Halloween movies all over the place? Yeah. They're in Digimax, Divamax, they're fucking Anchor Bay, they're they're good. One time they were in Good Times. Good Times. <laughs> the fuck was that? Good Times. Then we were all thrilled that Scream Factory um bought the rights to two and three and gave us real releases because you saw the shitty one that that halloween two where they took fucking mustafa akad's name off the fucking front of it remember that <laughs> yeah as the credits roll they took him off the guy who created it all Dicks. people were furious dude it was retribution for fucking getting buster rhymes in there <laughs> yeah and then the guy dies that's a good way to uh, pay tribute uh <laughs> the guy mustafa akad got like blown up or something and he was visiting his kids in some bad country or something. I don't know. Really? Yeah, yeah. A terrorist. He died from a terrorist attack. Wow. Yep. So here's the news. Shout Factory is teaming up with Anchor Bay. I guess now they're the only two owners of all of these movies. And they are finally releasing a 15-disc set of all the Halloween movies on Blu-ray. <laughs> now, are you not excited about this? No. Oh. You know okay. why? I don't know why. Why? How many fucking times do I have to buy these fucking movies? Ah, that's why. Okay. I thought so. Okay. That's, hey, that's a fair fucking argument, dude. But this would be the last one. Oh. Yes. Yeah. There's I also a 10-disc one available for slightly less. Like, the 10-disc is going to be like 129 The 15-disc is like 169 Dude, I don't even care because Brian's going to get this for review, and then I'll have it anyway. So. What? <laughs> Perfect. I was going to say me too, so I don't really care. See, I'm getting it for free, but the thing is, we don't know if reviewers are getting the 10 disc set or the 15 disc dick set. <laughs> 15 dick set, come on, come on. It's like Christmas morning. I don't have all the, all the fucking DVDs, let alone all the Blu-rays, dude, so this is fucking great news for me. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I get them along the way. That's why it's not. And here's the thing. I already have one. I already have two and three. I have four. I have six and seven, and I have Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. That's all I want. I don't want to own Halloween 5. I I have never yeah. bought that even on DVD. Mhm. Yeah, or I eight. don't um Me either. Yeah. Honestly, if this if even if I didn't have Brian, <laughs> I would never plop the money down for this only because I would only watch the first 3 and after that I really don't give a shit. So um and I mean I have copies of the other ones and those will do fine, you know. I would um so this is not I'm not a completist and that I have to have every little thing if i if i'm not going to watch it if it's something i love then i want all of it but if i don't love them all then i really don't care yeah i used to be a completist back in like 2000 oh yeah definitely my money is more important to me than that these days yeah i paid bank for the for the jason box set but that's because it's fucking jason you know for halloween i'm just not that i don't care right We should have a Halloween versus Friday the 13th show. Okay, Friday the 13th wins. Well, no, here, here's, here's the vision. Ready? <laughs> Game over. Here's the vision. You take all the Friday the 13th and all the Halloweens, you rank them in order from best to worst, and you pit the best in brackets against each other. Ooh. That way you really find out. Cause that would have to be – that's a very personal thing, though, because – even just taking the Friday films, everybody's all over the place. You know, no one ever has them in exactly the same order. Everyone has like just one. Even if they agree with you for the most part, they're going to have one that's 
you know, right. switched. Yeah, like three. Three mm. is always the one. But here's the thing. I ran a Friday, yeah, Friday 13th message board for 10 years, and I know the definitive answer because I just collected a bunch of answers that were just, you know, everywhere, and they ranked them. And I do have a general population ranking. So we could do it that way. Maybe we'll make revisions, but we'll try to do our best job of really doing it right. Interesting. Yeah. And then we'll find out what is the better franchise. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, doing that, Halloween might end up being the better one, even though we know it's not. But just, it'll be weird. Because if you – for example, let's just say you do Halloween 1 versus Friday Part 2. Halloween is going to knock out the best fucking Friday 13. It's just gonna, just because of what it is. See, but even right there, if you look at all the Halloween films, Halloween, the original, isn't my favorite. Right, but it's still the best. Well, then how do you, how, like, how do you, like, okay. You gotta be uh, subjective. But you can't. You can't. You because can't. They're who, all different movies. Dude. Who Every gets to determine, I mean, how do you determine then what's best if you don't go by what people like? Because then how are they, I mean, you're just seriously breaking it down to like. A science well, the, type thing? The, I mean, yeah. I mean, how how hard would that be to do? I'll find a way. I always find a way. <laughs> Trust me. Jamie, this show wouldn't be what it is if I didn't believe that if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. Take me again. No, no. Jesse, Jesse, this is not happening. It's, it's got to be everything you've taken in. Uh, Schneider, the, the diary, the glove. Only it's all mixed. Christ, what do I have to do to make you understand me? Last night he tried to make me kill my sister. I got blood on my hands. He owns me. Hey, could somebody turn down the heat in the pool? Listening to the Skeleton Crew. <laughs> awesome, dude. Thank you, man. You ain't got to explain shit. 
I've been robbing motherfuckers since the slave ship with the same clip and the same four five. Two point blank, a motherfucker sure to die. That's my word. Nigga even try to go guard. Have his mother sing it. It's so hard. Yes, love. Love your fucking attitude. Because the nigga play pussy, that's the nigga that's getting screwed and bruised up. From the pistol whipping, wets on the neck from the necklace stripping. Then I'm dipping up the block and I'm robbing bitches too. Up the heron bones and bamboos. I wouldn't give a fuck if you're in here. Give me the baby rings and the number one mom pendant. Huh. I'm slamming niggas like Shaquille. Shit is real. When it's time to eat a meal, I rob him still. Cause mom Duke ain't giving me shit. So for the bread and butter, I leave niggas in the gutter. Huh. Word the mother, I'm dangerous. Crazier than a bag of fucking angel dust. When I bust my gas, motherfuckers take dirt naps. I'm all that and a dime sack. Well, wait a minute. Real real quick, what do you guys think about the uh, producer's cut finally being released for part six? Yes, from the original film negative. So it means it. I really hate that movie. So I, I know. I, I don't even. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I don't okay. care. I hate it so I didn't think you guys did, but I thought <laughs> it was worth mentioning. It's no, it's good. No, perfect. Great that you mentioned it because a lot of people are asking, is that going to be on there? And unfortunately, it is. I'm interested to see it. I mean, yeah, and like Michael J. Like, you got to watch the producer's cut. It's so much better. No, it's fucking not. Is it really? Oh, is it that much different, really? Because it's <laughs> terrible. Oh, it's horrible. It's so bad. Like, I was so excited, man. Some guy did a perfect splice of the old, of the producer footage with the new footage. Oh, and it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, I want to see the quality compared to the one I saw, which is the one you're talking about. I'm good. I'm all set. Yeah, you got yeah, <laughs> see, I, I'm at least a little curious. But, you know what? Yeah. I will watch it. I'll say that. When it comes out, I will see? watch it. Um, yeah. I am curious to see it. And then beyond that, I will never have to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I'll press play for and watch five minutes of the quality, and that's it. Okay. Fair enough. I'm, I like. Hey, listen, I'm I'm okay with Halloween Six. I like uh, the regular version. It's good. Yeah. Sort yeah. of. Which is the one where Jason takes a nap by the river? Is that part five? The beginning of part five, or is that the beginning of? You know what I'm talking about? Where, like, uh, where he gets washed down the river? Oh, five. And yeah. He's five, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's taking a nap. Hermit takes him in. Right? <laughs> hermit. What? The hermit guy's named Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh All right. my god. We've been we've been covering a lot of the major franchises lately, but hey, there's news, man. That's all there is. Oh, by the way, Jamie, supposedly you were vindicated. All your Jason information on our show was correct for that TV show. Yeah, what the fuck? Whose dick are you sucking? I, I, it's not like <laughs> Jamie. I shit out of my ass, dude. <laughs> Jamie, I want your source. <laughs> no. <laughs> I cannot I cannot give it up, but um, just trust me when I – if I say something definitive – I'm not lying. Jamie, we'll go into a 24 skit right now. Right now. <laughs> Give me your informant. Jason will be in the new Friday the 13th TV show on some level right away, I think. So uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the only good news about that is that the best thing about it is now on Netflix. Never Sleep Again, the documentary about all, I don't know how many there are, Nightmare on Elm oh. Street's. I am so glad. There are seven plus the plus Freddy versus Jason because they don't cover the remake and never sleep again. Hmm. So seven plus Freddy versus Jason. And uh, I watched that this weekend. Oh, yeah. How was it yeah. the third time? Um, <laughs> I've only seen it once. Oh, it, was, sorry. it was really good. Like, it's so much better than the franchise itself. Yep. That's the like, even if you even if you were cats. lukewarm about the franchise, which I yeah. am. Yeah. 
Um, you will love the documentary. It is so good. I think Alex said it best. The documentary is more watchable than the fucking franchise. Oh, it's, totally. It's, That's it. While I was watching it, I said the same thing. And then when I saw that Alex posted that on the on the group page, I was like, I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Alex, remember I told you I got a copy of this recently in the mail? And I had no idea who the fuck it was oh, from. Oh, yeah. Remember I told you this? Okay. I started fucking thinking about it, dude. <laughs> this is the one we were supposed to have Dan Farns on when, when he actually made the fucking thing. And he was like, yeah, I'll send you a fucking copy. So the day it's on Netflix, I get a fucking package. Oh, great. <laughs> like That's a year useful. later. I appreciate it and shit, but it was just, it was kind of funny. It's like, wow, like two years later. Sweet. Yeah. Good going, guys. Good timing. Thanks for the screener when I can watch it with everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. And it was a nice gesture. It actually wasn't even for us interviewing him. It was just kind of a, a request I had, and and he yeah. was nice enough to send it to you. That's really cool. I, um, yeah, I watched that, and I watched uh, More Brains, the Return of the Living Dead documentary, awesome. which is really good. I've seen that, too. I have that. It's definitely good. I'm glad Clue Gallagher's in it. Oh, <laughs> I am so hot for that old man. Yeah, me too. <laughs> He's in both of them, right? Yeah, he is, and I fucking love it. He's, he's a fucking a, clown, he's dude. He's such a perv. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's raunchy. He is, yeah. Talking about if I ever If I ever had a thing for an octogenarian, it would totally be him. <laughs> This is Otto Schwarzenegger calling into the Skeletal Crew letting you know that the show is fantastic. I have listened to every single show from the Friday the 13th retrospective all the way down. Everything fantastic. Everything incredible. I love the show and I can't wait, cannot wait to hear more of them. Uh, really, this is Jenny Gore calling into the Skeleton Crew. That was my best uh, social negro impression. For you, Alex, you're the man. Uh, another thing that happened is, uh, you know, he, uh, here's the funny thing. Dan was was all over this because uh, he he knows why I did what I did. I I went ahead and did a little DJ deal, and I I released an episode of the Skeleton Crew. It was like a special for everybody. It was called Horror Hits because Horophilia does that. Oh man! So yeah. so what has never been done? I asked Jason, and he said it's never been done before. Nobody has actually ever hosted the Horror Hits. They just put all what? the songs. Yep, I it was the first one. Yeah, they just they, it's just a compilation of songs. You know, it's not like there's no DJ action in there. I dude, I had a fucking blast listening to that, dude. Thanks. I mean, yeah, like I'll be honest with you, like 90% of the songs I fucking loved and, and and all the intros were relevant to shit that we do on the show for the most part. I mean, you know, give or take, you know, your your personal stamp on a lot of them, but oh man, that was an entertaining. I think I listened to that show 3 or 4 times, man. Yeah, thanks, man. You know, mm-hmm. uh the only complaint I got was Jason said, why in the hell did you put Pigs or People too? And the other complaint was, why didn't you put the intro that you guys used to have on your show in there? 
Um, I guess I should have. I did think about it, but then I felt that it was already an hour and 45 minutes, and that is a lot longer than the usual horror head, so I just kind of... We'll save, we'll save that for show 100 or something. <laughs> yeah. We'll put that in the beginning and have Buckethead fucking carry us out. Yeah, we'll play the whole thing in the beginning, and then Buckethead at the end. Buckethead! But you you didn't leave out a lot, though, man. I mean, you did a lot of relevant shit, man. I, I, loved, I loved the whole fucking thing. Thanks. I loved it. Loved it! And everybody was like amazed at what I did to the Buckethead song for our song. They were like Jason was all over it. He was like, "Dude, great call, perfect job!" Like that was the best because you know the Buckethead. As far as what? As far as what? Well, you know how in the beginning he's just plucking the notes out. Yes. And then all of a sudden it's. Well, that's not really. Yeah, that gets me hot. It's really. It really does. Jamie, three times, really. <laughs> the night is young, my love. Okay, continue. Sorry. <laughs> like what really happens after he goes? It's that's what really happens. But I skipped like three minutes and went right to the. And you know what, dude? So much more effective. See. Oh, it's so much better, dude. Yep. To where when I listen to the original, which I do all the fucking time, I'm like, ah, oh, that pains God, me, me too. It's crazy pains how, how me, much dude. I listen to that song. <laughs> to the point, actually, you know what, dude? You know what? I'm fu- I skip it to that fucking point. <laughs> I skip it. Oh, I, I don't like exactly the beginning. Where. I like the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like the, well, yeah, because I like the way it starts out, and then it's just like because usually what's happening on the show is because I always whenever I hear that song and I listen to it. Um, just separately, completely away from the show. I listen to it. I don't even know how many times. I just, I'm so in love with that song. But, um, but I always picture. It's always like you know us talking over the, the beginning right. parts, <laughs> like yeah. over the low parts. And then it's like when we get done with the talking and the show is like done. And then that's when it kicks in. I just think it's so powerful. I love that. How crazy is it that you picked him too, and we all fucking love Buckethead? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that wasn't like a pre-discussion type thing, but. We all love them. People said, how did you pick that? You know, it just seems perfect. And mm. uh, it's simple. We interviewed um, Bill Mosley, and uh, he said he did the corn bugs, and he said he did it with Buckethead. I was like, who the fuck is Buckethead? You know, somehow I just missed that. Don't ask. And no. um, I just looked it up, and I just said, who was – it just intrigued me. Like, what the hell does that mean, Buckethead? And I just looked at the pictures of the fucking chicken bucket on his head, and I was like, what <laughs> is this? So I had to hear – what he does, and the first song I came across, across was uh, Soothsayer. So mm. I don't know. I just I, I like the way it was low in the beginning and then hits. And I said uh, that would be cool to end the show with. And then it was just so good mm-hmm. that we never stopped. Do you remember when we first met? Or did that um, that was like one of the first comments. Yeah, I made to you, and you had left a voicemail on right. my other show and you had that playing in the background and I sent you a message and I was like I love it uh-huh. <laughs> I love it so much <laughs> and at that point I knew that um, I, I knew the connection to you know f- from that song to Skeleton Crew already and then um, when I first joined the show I was that was like one of my favorite things it was I don't know it's like it, you're like I can't wait to talk over this till the show ends I can't, I, yeah it was <laughs> That sounds so so stupid right now, but it is so true. That was one of my favorite things about the show was that was that outro song. And um, and I'll always equate that with like the first time 
we act when we actually started when we actually became friends is yeah. that that's what we were talking about definitely you, you got to end shows strong you cannot start great and fucking sputter out and stall out and just go oh, it's over you know you gotta end strong no matter what you do and uh, just a little side note just so everybody knows the reason that show was released so early after the last official show of ours 85 is because uh, I did a couple Casey Kasem jokes make them believe I was doing a Casey Kasem host type thing and uh, as I got done recording it uh, a day later it was all over the news that he was reported missing and he's ill and stuff so I thought he would probably turn up dead um, since he was missing and he was already sick. So I said, you know what, before that happens and people think I'm goofing on this dude, let's just release it now before they find out where he is or if he's even alive. So that's why it was released so early. That's another strange kind of coincidence. against the possibility of doing your daughter more harm than good. Nothing you could do could make it any worse. I can't do it. I need evidence that the church would accept his signs of possession. Like what? Like her speaking in a language she's never known or studied. What else? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. I thought you were supposed to be an expert. There are no experts. You probably know as much about possession as most priests. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. Now, if you've seen as many psychotics as I have, you'd realize that's the same thing as saying you're Napoleon Bonaparte. You ask me what I think is best for your daughter. Six months under observation in the best hospital you can find. You show me Reagan's double. Same face, same voice, same everything. I'd know it wasn't Reagan. I'd know in my gut, and I'm telling you, that thing upstairs isn't my daughter. And I want you to tell me that you know for a fact that there's nothing wrong with my daughter except in her mind. You tell me for a fact that an exorcism wouldn't do any good. You tell me that! Is Did you guys see the post I made that uh, Fright Rags is having these Garbage Pail Kid horror TV sh- uh, shirts? Horror no. TV shirts. What the fuck am I saying? Horror shirts. Horror, <laughs> horror yeah. TV shirts. No? You gotta no. check it out. It's like a Garbage Pail Kid with a Jason mask on with needles sticking out like Pinhead and a Freddy glove and a fucking butcher knife like Michael. It's like all the fucking 80s horror stuff all wrapped into one, and it's a Garbage Pail Kid. And he has two cool names, but I don't know where it is right now. You know it's a really good show, GPK Radio. <laughs> Keep on with that. You know what's funny? People are, like, into this show, and they some people really, really love this this show but you tell them to you know hey there's other stuff out there like do you want to hear alex on a gpk show do you want to watch him wrestle nobody gives a fuck it's just so strange they don't care i'll say this alex is like the one person in the world that can make the garbage pail kids sound exciting (laughs) (laughs) maybe they'd want to watch if you and i were wrestling or all three of us i think they would i'd watch that oh here it is i just (laughs) opened it up okay 
It has the ball from uh, Phantom, Phantasm. It has a pumpkin with a knife going through its head. It looks like a jumpsuit he has on. Oh, one of his arms are a chainsaw like Evil Dead. Oh, cool. Yes. And one, it's called Fright Rag Freddy. It's a black shirt. And the orange shirt is called Cinematic Mike. Now, they didn't have these characters before on the nope. cards? Nope. No? I could have swore I've seen something before. Uh. Now, why did they get to, why does Freddy and Michael get, why do they get singled out? What's wrong with Jason? Uh, maybe they're over it. I think they shouldn't. I think they should have given them original names, though. Like you know, not one of the iconic names no? because that's singling out. Well, yeah. I mean, just you know, like horror hell. <laughs> like generic Gene. And this is why my job isn't naming garbage pail kids. <laughs> Needlehead. Yeah, Needlehead Nick. Needle Dick. <laughs> Needle Dick Nick. <laughs> Good one, Jamie. I love it. So, uh, speaking of screeners that we'll be getting and things like that, I got one from Shout Factory, and it's called The Monkey's Paw. Oh, is that the new one? Yes. I saw that. I reviewed it for Evil Episodes. You did? Yeah. I watched that. Did you like it? I did. I did, too. But right now, I'm on IMDb, and it has a 4.6 out of 10. Really? What is this? It's, Probably because no. it was on Chiller, and everybody hates Chiller movies. But it really, it was one of the better ones. I was not upset. I was not upset about that movie at all. I thought it was pretty good. Right. It has a. Hmm. It was like compare this. You know, I, I don't know. I, I hope I don't get labeled as a guy who thinks that Camp Dread is a good movie just because I told people to get it before I saw it. Uh, that was all about support and shit like that. Once we saw it, we kind of gave the true lowdown on that movie. I mean. It's it's a, it's a piece of shit. Oh, I did. <laughs> no, I, I didn't say that was a great movie. I just said I was okay with it. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I give it a 10. A fucking 10. But here's the thing. If you compare that to The Monkey's Paw, this is night and day. The mm. Monkey's Paw is professional shit, man. Camp Dread sucks. The Monkey's Paw, yeah, I give that like a 3.75 out of 5. You would recommend that? Yeah? Um, For $10, yeah. Okay. Like if you found the Blu-ray for ten bucks, yeah, I would say. So I saw another movie, nineteen eighty-eight, called Pin. You ever see that? Uh, with Mike Armentrout, correct? Yes. That's the one you were talking about. Well, he just did the voice, right? Uh, that's what you tell me. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's on uh, YouTube. Pin. I did not see it, but I saw you post about it, and it actually has been on a list of movies for me to watch for a long time, and I haven't done it yet. Yeah, if you're a fan of Psycho. You'll love Pin. Really? It's very, um, it's very parallel. Okay. And it's about, like, creepy stuff. Like, uh, there's two little kids. They have a dad who's a doctor. And in the doctor's office, the way the doctor, you know, explains things to his patients and stuff is through this, uh, Jamie, what do you call those things? Like, the big dummy that you could see through. You could see all the muscles and tendons and eyes and... Oh, I don't know. It's like a doctor's mannequin or something. I, mannequin. I don't, I don't. I don't know the actual term. Yeah. So they have one of those things. So the doctor throws his voice to answer as, and they call him Pin because the kids nicknamed him Pinocchio. And the reason they did that is because the dad would give the kids advice through Pin with throwing his voice, and he would never tell a lie. So the kids always truly were invested in whatever Pin said because it was guaranteed to be true. So they called him Pin because he never told a lie because his nose never grew, even though it's the opposite of Pinocchio, I guess. Right, right. 
Basically, as the years go on, they show the kids through different stages of their life, and as they get older, the the sister realizes that Pin is fake and a dummy and is like, oh, come on, you're taking it too seriously, and the, the brother is just way into it, and he never lets go, and it gets to a weird point, because now he's older, and... Mm-hmm. The dad, if you know, you can't talk to Pin without the dad being there to throw the voice. So as they get older, you know, things kind of change. So what happens is the brother eventually learns to speak as Pin, and he has his own entire world with Pin. And the dad walks in, he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, yeah. "What?" And he goes, "Get out of here, go, leave." And it's a whole thing, dude, and it just escalates and crazy shit. You just gotta watch it; it's pretty cool. Does he say? Just because you shot Jesse James doesn't make you Jesse James. <laughs> uh, yes, that? yeah, he said that in the third act. <laughs> Sweet. Is it a slasher? I want to watch it just because of that, just because of him, rather. And and he also said, just get away from me, Walter. Let me die in peace. <laughs> just let me die in peace. <laughs> how, would you, how would you categorize it? Is it a slasher? No. I think, like, two people die. Um, oh, it's psychological thriller. It's not even uh, – it's almost not horror. Okay. Yep. It's just a disturbed person, really. It's, it's Would just, you recommend this one? I'm j- I want to check it out. Shit, it's on YouTube, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, okay. I, you click YouTube. If you don't like it, tough shit. <laughs> but I think it's good. So, and the next movie, I know you guys seen this one, Intruder. <laughs> Never seen that, it. Dude, that's the one I told you I wanted to do the, the commentary for. Yeah? yeah? Yeah, don't you think that would be fun? Yes. <laughs> that is a fun fucking movie. And it's the first film, it's credited as being the first film that K&B did effects for. Oh, no shit. Um, plus, um, both Raimi brothers are in it. Right. And you can see, you can see a, lot of, um, a lot of Sam Raimi's style in there. And it kind of makes you wonder, like, who, um, who influenced whom. And the, some of those shots are just amazing. Like I love the through the telephone shot and and just and they, they for no reason other than just being an interesting shot, you know. And but it's I I really like it. I really really like it. Let's do that. In the let's do a commentary on it then. I've never seen it. Uh, you know what? A commentary would still be okay if it was your first viewing. I think. Okay. So I'm down. All right. That's the next commentary then. That's how we do it, folks. <laughs> you heard it here first. Shed a tear for me well, I wouldn't want to waste your time You talked a lot of trash And you lied to me But babe, you never even tried Did you love me? Ever? I said go, go Dad, did you love me or not? Dad, I gotta know Come on, lie to me. Tell me you did. Make me feel like the piece of shit I am. Did you love me or not? Answer me! A father always loves his son. Not a father! You! Of course I did. That got me. Yeah? It did. It really did. I love the part where you get like really emotional, like in the middle there. Wow, thank you. 
tugged at my heartstrings. So what do you think? Am I Hollywood ready? I think you're in. Howdy, folks. Got blood, violence, freaks of nature. Then you come to the right place. My name is Gary, and I'm your guide to the Cinema Beef Podcast. Every episode, we not only deliver film reviews, we also dismantle some of your favorite and most hated films. Sometimes for the better, and sometimes for the worse. Hey, 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 you shut your face! If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. All right, calm down, calm down. Every show I hope to have a new co-host, podcasters, listeners alike. That's right, I'm talking to you people. I take all comers. Y'all slaps. That's not very nice. The only rules, well, let's ask the best cooler in the business. All you have to do is follow three simple rules. One, never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. Two, take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. So join the insanity and please venture frustrations. I'm available on TalkShoe, iTunes, and Stitcher Smart Radio. Remember, here at the Sin Beef Podcast, if you got beef, I've got the grinder. Alright guys, we're reviewing a little movie called Resolution. It's 2012 this came out. It's an indie movie. It's, oh shit, I don't know the director's names now because I closed the page. It's Justin something and Aaron something wrote <laughs> it and Justin directed it. <laughs> and uh, the cast, you won't know them either, so it doesn't really matter. It's about um, <laughs> it's about this guy, you know, there he has a, a, a childhood friend. He's uh, squatting in a abandoned cabin on an Indian reservation. So the guy goes over there. He knows he's all screwed up. The guy's always been a screw-up, always been a druggie. So he's just trying to help him out before he goes on with his life and his wife has a kid and he does all this and that. Mm-hmm. So um, he, you know, handcuffs him to the boards inside of the abandoned, like, dilapidated cabin and uh basically waits five days for him to withdraw from crack i guess or meth or whatever it is (laughs) yeah yeah we don't really know he says crack so we'll just go with crack how how could they be wrong they wrote it 50 times but he said meth psychosis too so maybe his buddy was just ignorant i don't know i'd like to uh ask the directors what what they were specifically going for yeah you know, yeah. but anyway, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant, but it's drugs. Yeah, and and you talk about um, you know, w- with with the cabin in the woods situation, how it being dilapidated and stuff like that. The whole movie seemed like real. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it didn't yeah. see like it was an indie flick, but and and these I I love both of these actors by the way, and I heard they did a couple commercials together too, and one of them was like a Bud Light commercial, and they weren't even they were like on the phone with each other in the commercial or whatever. So one of them they didn't even meet, but they had really good chemistry, and I thought it really did work. Like I bought these two as childhood friends you know and and i've had situations like that where my friends have gone off the deep end and you know you you might be on different paths but you still have that friendship in common so i i bought it i liked it dude you know who you could have replaced these two guys with like gary tell me if this is completely accurate or not are these not the poor man aj bone and jake gyllenhaal yeah kind of yeah That's exactly who they are. <laughs> like, you could, if this was a real movie, like a high-end budget, those would have been the people they actually cast. Uh, it's pretty interesting. So, uh, he, he has to wait five days for the chemical to leave his buddy's body, you know, the drugs and stuff. The withdrawal has to completely happen in five days. Then he was going to take him to rehab. Um, 
Of course, that just doesn't go smoothly. There's drug dealers banging on the door. They want stuff this guy owes them. Uh, he, like I said, he's squatting in an Indian reservation's house, and they want money, and they want them out of there. Um, so basically, the what makes this movie all come together and worth it is that they start finding well one guy's chained to the house he don't do anything but (laughs) the other guy finds like strange videos and pictures um they're just like pointing to clues that you just don't know about yet Mm -hmm. and you know as it starts you don't really think anything you just think you're going to figure out that some like you know legend happened here one time whatever and uh then it gets really weird later on but before any of that this guy has a dog that uh visited him a lot the druggie and dan how did you feel when the drug dealers shot the dog how do you think i fucking felt i hated it dude i hated it not as bad as vhs or whatever it was but see the thing is um yeah what was it sarah he's like hey sarah Sarah, kill him or whatever i forget his dude's name that part was funny he said kill mike (laughs) Mm -hmm. tell the dog uh yeah i hated that part I, i didn't like that at all um i thought now let me ask you guys a question now this whole movie is um basically intended to be ambiguous like that's the whole thing now they had a direction with it but they they like to keep it ambiguous or whatever whatever so i'm just i want to ask you guys did you guys think that you kind of knew how it was going to play out or kind of knew the concept of it um when it reached the end or were you still kind of struggling with it because i'll tell you it took me like three solid watches to kind of form my um my opinion on this movie yeah, the way I the way I felt about it was, I thought that the, the friend was high, not the one he went to go help. Ah, it, seemed, okay. it, it seemed to me like he was seeing all these stuff on these slides and these videos. His friends like his friend was all there, like, "What are you talking about?" Like the whole time, like you thought he was high, but maybe his friend was the high one. Yep, and you know, they say it like, in the movie. Though. Yeah, his buddy says that in the movie. Remember, he says something like. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this is all a dream. Where I, he says something to the main character. Yeah, he said maybe you're hallucinating. Yeah, yeah or exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, the the weirdest part clearly in the movie is when the the kid who's helping his druggy friend he just he just for some reason keeps leaving the cabin and says I'm gonna go for a walk even though there's seems like a lot of threats around the area but whatever he just <laughs> yeah. you know his dog's getting shot and he just he just goes buries it and goes walking around. Not afraid of getting shot, nothing. Giant wrenches. Yeah, yeah, right. And uh, he goes in this disgusting, creepy French guy's trailer. Oh, dude. Well, this is the big scene, though. This is pretty much the whole movie right here. Well, yeah, so go ahead. What are you... Uh... Well, I, and I think that's Bill Olbers Jr. First of all, he was creepy as fuck, was he not? Like, that guy was... He really played that role good, I thought. It's gross, huh? Well, the, yeah, the cabin itself was, but, you know, he was pretty... No, the trailer. The trailer. The trailer, yeah, yeah, I'm saying. But it, the guy himself was pretty, I don't want to say dignified, but he was pretty, uh, you know, whatever. But, okay, so that this is the scene, though, where I guess um, uh, all the um, all the things in the story kind of either are mentioned or possibilities of what's going on is mentioned. You know what I mean? So all the things that are that are leading up to that scene 
is kind of um, or and everything after for that matter has to do with that one scene if you really listen to it because uh, especially um, when in terms of people's opinion on what the movie is you know he says you know some people come down look for aliens some for ghosts some people and then he shows them the mirror and, and and that's a big thing too you know this movie is a lot about dualities and 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 you know he shows them the mirror so and the mirror has a big part to do with in my opinion what the movie is all about so i'll 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 say i'll leave it at that until we get to the end but yeah yeah well uh gary what was your first impression when the guy was on his laptop and all of a sudden you see him well i guess they showed the girl spying or there, there was some kind of camera angle looking at them which he said was impossible what did you think was happening did you think that somebody a normal not supernatural type person was just spying on them or something or did you think that it would this was sort of like a supernatural thing going on here well they made all these, these oppositions that it could have been it could have been the indian guy that they met that basically wound him off his land his drug dealer friends. It could have been anybody, really. Right. But the fact, the fact that you know the whole supernatural thing, especially with the, the part that you see in the end, you know, that it comes to fruition or whatnot, makes you think. Makes you think that it was a supernatural thing. Eventually, they're they're watching. He keeps finding film and and pictures, and eventually, what this these pictures and film lead to is he finds film of him and his friend. And uh, he he's finding the video of him tasering his friend, which is the thing that he can't believe anybody recorded. It's impossible. I can't believe that kid brought a taser. That's crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry, good. Yeah. <laughs> and then on the tape, these two guys are getting attacked in this cabin, mm-hmm. which never actually happened. So they immediately put it together that this is – a foreshadowing of things to come. They believe that this will come to fruition. Mm-hmm. And that is awesome. That's a great thing to me. Like, I would love to have insight. I mean, anybody would. Mm-hmm. Even if it's bad, because you could avoid it now. Right, right. And, and that's, see, I'm glad you said that, dude, because that's what this movie is about. They try and, you know, so then they leave, like, right from there. So they change it, you know? And they changed, well, at least as they perceived the situation that was going to happen to them, uh, you know, with those guys coming in and bashing their brains. Don't they leave the cabin right after that or something? Yeah, it can't happen because they left. So Exactly. Like, okay. Yep. And, and, dude, the greatest line of the movie, man, when they go and hide behind the car and then they pull the can of footage out. Because everywhere they go, there's something is left for them. Right. And it's they have to look at it to see the future or whatever. So he pulls out this, like, old 8-millimeter tape or something. He's looking at all of it, and it's them, uh, I don't know, maybe behind the car or whatever. Yeah. And something's happening, and then the uh, A.J. Bowen-looking guy, he, he says the funniest line. He goes, do we look upset? <laughs> he's like... <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> So he just wants to know, like, how, how's everything going? <laughs> dude, this movie, I love this actor, dude. I think he's brilliant, dude. And the whole, you know, do you want some of this food? Does it have crack in it? Like, it, the, the comedy is just fucking perfect. Perfect. Yeah, it is realistic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The believe that guy is an addict. That's what threw me off on this whole film is the believe that guy was actually an addict kind of threw me off. He just seemed like that friend of yours that, you know, was too stupid right. for his own good. Right. I, I couldn't believe he was addicted to crack or anything. 
does it, it goes back to the to, to the taser thing, you know. Right. Somebody that's on crystal meth and is heavily on crystal meth could get like the brute strength of the the brute strength of a giant, you know. Mm-hmm. Ability to take his friend down, you know, taser, take him down, you know, real fast. Yeah. So you're saying, like, you think he just looked like a lovable pothead? You just can't believe that he's so hardcore? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I know people like that, though, that, that dude, you, they don't look like drug addicts, but I'll tell you, man. Like, I know a lot of pretty boy motherfuckers that are just completely fucked up, and, you know, so I found... Yeah, it. some of them are on this panel, and the thing is... Exactly. That, uh, <laughs> 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 I, so, uh, do we... Spoil this? I mean, uh, I mean, we, we have to. I mean, listen. Okay, spoiler alert. The whole reason. I mean, I guess we could just recommend what's going on in this movie and stop now. But the whole reason I want to talk about this movie is to talk about the ending. Yeah, you have to. You know, so yeah. Um, but what do you? Okay, can I can I hear you guys' initial impression on the ending? Oh, okay. the end was. You know, like, like I said, there had to be something supernatural afoot because they right. basically saw the future in their laptop. Mm-hmm. All the events that were going to happen at the end of the movie, so which is I know, I'll let how you guys spoil that one and tell me all about it. But you know, yeah, that's how I felt about it. Yeah, at that point when you when they see the video of him tasering his friend, clearly they did that already, so it's a whole different entity. Once you start seeing the future, then there's a problem. You know, there's obviously something amiss. Okay, but. What did you guys think that entity was? Like, what did you think the movie was about? Oh, I don't... Oh, shit. Why? Do, are we supposed to know? Because I don't know. I mean, it's just... I don't know. I don't know why uh, that happened. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and what I thought was weird was he he was a little Scooby-Doo-ish how he knew that we have to finish the scene here because I can't take this home to my wife and have her involved. How would you even know that? Like, I... I just don't understand. Um, I don't know how you could put that together. I mean, I would just be freaked out by the fact that we're watching this stuff and then seeing it take place. Like, so the two drug kids are supposed to go into the cabin and beat the shit out of these two guys and whatever. And I think for that one, all you do is hear it because it was like a tape or a CD in his car and you just hear that. Right, right. That was creepy too, man. That was creepy as fuck. The tape? Yeah. Yeah. And then you hear gunshots, and right. what? You, so what they do is they leave that cabin. The two druggies go in. They they figure, fuck, we're taking over till these assholes get home. So then the gunshots, instead of being for the the two original guys, the drug and his friend, it's the Indians who want them out of there. They come in and pop these two other guys, probably forgetting what these other two look like, and just popping anybody who's in there who shouldn't be in there. Mm-hmm. And now those bullets are for those guys. They rewrote the history of of those videos or whatever. Right, right. They, they okay. leap that shit. They did. Yeah. They did. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell, bitch. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so Gary, now do you have anything to add on the ending? Like, what, like how you like what you perceived um, that entity to be, or what it was, or you know? Well, it, it had that point of view shot looking at them two at the end, and he says, "Can we try this again, or something?" Right. The the end to me was you know, his friend who was supposedly on drugs. I still don't believe it. In the past weed or whatever you want to call it, but I think basically after all the events they just seen, you know, all the supernatural shit, like, whoop, I'm getting clean now. You know, that, that, that's how it felt to me, you know. Okay. 
Wow, dude. See, your guys' interpretation of this movie is completely different than mine, you know? I mean, <clears throat> okay, to me, it could be any of those things that the guy talked about. It could be aliens. It could be the experiments that those those people were having back in the day that disappeared. Um, he was talking about they were breaking into different dimensions and stuff like that. So it could still play into what I thought it was. But there's also, um, and I don't necessarily buy into this, it kind of goes hand-in-hand with my theory about what it is but i don't know if i do i know it's meant to trick us to into thinking this too well not trick us but it's meant to um imply this remember when uh the kids going for a walk and he sees the three religious kids yeah yeah what is what is that it's kind of it well it's it's one of those things where you know when they saw that that, that, that last shot of whatever is looking at them, it's like a POV of whatever the entity is looking at them. A lot, a lot of people say, you know, that's God. And because when they were talking, do you want us to try it again? Who would talk to anybody like that unless they were, you know, like um, in awe of them or, or, or knew what it was? Do you know what I'm saying? So it could be that where it's a God uh, type of thing, you know, where it's just um, a religious thing. But here's what I want to say about it. And uh, this is what a lot of people feel because <laughs> I cheated and looked this up. This is ca- kind of how I felt, but this kind of solidified it for me. A lot of people call this the real cabin in the woods. Now, to elaborate on that, it's this is probably the definition of a meta film in terms of that thing looking at those guys was supposed to um was supposed to basically be the audience us so and 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 how us as audiences want to see certain things happen in movies to certain characters that's why i said basically like i gotta finish it here you know basically like we're watching a movie we're the audience and 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 basically how we're sick and you know not sick but you you see what i'm saying so it's basically meant to imply that they're following some entity that's watching them and that entity is supposed to reflect us the audience so so when we see them getting shot and killed in the cabin they're changing the ending as if we don't like that ending and they have to come up with a better one uh, I don't know. See, that's the ambiguous part. It could mean that or it could mean um, that, uh, you know, they, they're they trying to change it and, and the – I don't know. I, I really don't know. There's a lot of different possibilities to go with that. But to even bring that up and imply that, it opens a lot more questions, I think. And it, you see what I'm saying? So it's kind of very meta in terms of that. And I hate that word. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, that's is, that. is meta short for something else? I have no idea. No clue. I don't think so. I don't believe so. But that, that's how I interpreted it, you know? And, and and I don't know. I mean, if you look at it that way, and a lot of people do call it the real cabin in the woods, if you look at it in terms of that and, and, and say, okay, we're the audience watching these guys and, and this is how it's, you know, played out, regardless of how, you know, people feel about, okay, well, what is this meant to imply that they change it or, you know, they, they that we make these endings for them and, and they have to, you know, knowing that. It's almost like, 
hey, dance, monkey, dance. It's almost like a bunch of people saying, hey, let's see if this happens and let's see how they react off of this and whatever. So it's just one of those things. And some people don't even like that theory. Some people think, well, that's kind of stupid. I personally like it, though. I like how, first of all, it's ambiguous. So all of our theories could be right. But um, I like that one the most. And, and I think that, that personally, that's what it reflects. Hmm. All right. Well, Gary, how do you rate this movie? One to five. One to five? Uh it's right in the middle, a three for me. You know, I, I like the indie vibe. But I know I like the different, you know, the not so different locations. They had the location in the house. They had the location, you know, different places. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of it. You know, the whole. Although I said the acting wasn't very believable, but the whole basically. The See, I love the was, acting, man. No shit, that's crazy. No, the, okay, the, sorry. The attic, the attic believability. The acting went bad. Right. Oh, also, the oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the only thing. His addicted believability wasn't very good for me. No, but yeah, man. I, I uh, overall, how did you rate this, Alex? What do you think? So, uh, Gary, you give it a three overall, or three? Yep, three. Three. Yeah. Three point seventy-five, almost a four. Okay. Like to say, really liked it. I would even consider buying it, or. Um, mm. This isn't supposed to be like a popcorn movie either. Like, yeah, this is Evil Dead, Cabin in the Woods. You know, it's kind of a. Thought. No, you're right. Okay, it was a fine time. I had a, It was an enjoyable movie. Yeah, that. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I was teetering between three point five and four. I think I'm gonna go for a four. Um, and and you know, I'll say this. I thought the acting was good. I did like the drug. But I know what you guys are saying, though. I I totally understand. I just disagree with that 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 whole thing about the drugs and how um you know how that all played out and everything. But mainly the the main storyline and how it ended, I thought was um was smart enough, and it's never really been done. Even if it is ambiguous, it still poses the question or questions for that matter. And I thought that was kind of ballsy and I haven't seen it before. And it, I think if um, if a movie can do that, then uh, yeah, man, I, I believe it gets solid points. So that's why, like I said, I thought everything was – it was good. The movie was solid. And on that merit alone, I think it probably gets like a point in itself so that's why it goes from you know a three which is a really you know it's a good movie i enjoyed it i'll watch it again and then it, it's elevated by that aspect by the ending by uh by the whole thing how it wrapped up and that's what that's why i give it a four so that's that yeah i'll probably watch the ending the last 10 minutes again just to in that other point of view that you gave it and see what i think about it again yeah also watch the uh, scene in um watch the scene in in uh blah 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 in the trailer with that dude. Watch that scene and what he does with the mirror and how he talks about it and stuff like that. Because And I talk about dualities. There's even the theory about, like I said, with those kids, uh, out, the religious kids, where he's like, hey, yeah, what's your name? Yeah, yeah, we don't, uh, we don't see too many people out here or whatever. And it, that could mean, you know, many number of things, which is, you know um, – uh, they talk about shadow people in it where everybody has a shadow person that mirrors them and stuff like that. So there's that whole thing and you can apply that to the two friends or the whole situation, meaning us as a shadow person looking into this or you can look at it many different ways. As them and, as characters and actors. Exactly. Exactly. So there you go. Yeah, cool. All right, guys. We'll be right back. 
This is Mr. Skin from MrSkin.com with all the skinfo from the latest movies. Not nude in theaters, Drew Barrymore is reunited with Adam Sandler in Blended. It's PG-13, so if you want to be reunited with Drew's double Ds, head back to 1993's Doppelganger, The Evil Within, where she gets all slippery during a bloody shower scene. Blended, more like Splendid. This is the Mr. Skin Minute. Nude on Blu-ray, Joy Bryant co-stars in the remake of About Last Night. It's not nearly as nude as Demi Moore's full frontal splendor in the original, but you'll still be singing an ode to Joy when she goes topless ten minutes in. About Last Night will make your pants feel tight. And finally, this week marks the 25th anniversary of the cult classic Roadhouse. It's a movie that features two of the greatest bouncers ever seen, not Patrick Swayze and Sam Elliott, but the naked knockers of Kelly Lynch, which we see along with her high-def butt and back burger. Roadhouse will have you pounding your tall boy. MrSkin.com Fast forwarding to the good parts. Oh, yeah. Um, Yo, my name is Bo. I'm so excited. Um, for those of you out there who also listen to Devour the Podcast, and even if you don't, if you've heard me talk about Bo, Dude. then Bo Ransdale is a screenwriter, apart from being one of my very best friends in the world. And he has been working on this script for years. As a matter of fact, it was the very first script of his I ever read when we first met. And I fell so in love with the movie and so in love with him at the same time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's called now it's called Lost After Dark. It's really good. It's a slasher film, but it's a slasher film in which he purposely breaks a lot of the rules. So you don't necessarily see everything that's coming. Now, of course, I have not seen the final version. I've seen the trailer for it, and Robert Patrick is in it. Yes. And from what I hear, Bo told me that he did some ad-libbing in the movie that is really hilarious. Really? But um, but if you see the trailer, I think the trailer looks really good. But so that does good, not dude. indicate at all how good the screenplay is stick to the fucking script so, and if they did <laughs> if they did sk- stick to the script and he seems pretty happy with it so i'm 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 sort of i'm sort of of the opinion that they must have stepped s- stayed pretty close to the script and if they did then this movie is going to be so good i'm so excited about it i have the poster as my as my profile picture right now on facebook uh the poster is badass did you see the trailer, Alex? It's really fucking good, dude. It oh, looks... I thought that was horrible. Really? No, fuck. I you. didn't know that was his. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" You didn't really, really, you didn't like it? No, it looked horrible. All right, well, if you, I'm just kidding. Jamie, I didn't even see the trailer. <laughs> you <laughs> asshole. I'm just. It's... I think the trailer looks really good, but if I'm gonna say it's gonna be a game changer. Oh my god! Look at I'm her. Serious? I'm serious. I got serious. two questions. Two questions. In the woods. Hey, one: Does the black guy live? Towards the end, he has to. If it's, a... I'm not gonna tell you. And then second, what's going on with that chick's hair? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Did he, did he write that into the fucking? Uh, no, he what did not write that in. Fuck, dude. But there is one particular scene that I'm really excited to see. It breaks my heart. Uh, it almost killed me when I read the screenplay, but it's for good reason, and um, I'm really excited to see how it plays out on screen. But um, there are some really – there should be some really inventive, cool, fun deaths. Uh, you won't really be able to tell where it's going, and so that's what I'm really excited about because everything is so formulaic, you know, and this is – it has a lot of the classic slasher tropes, but it doesn't fall into the formula pit, and so I'm, I'm super excited to see how it turns out. And I will be such an asshole 
if <laughs> if it turns out that they didn't do what they what he did. Good. Be honest. But I mean, and, uh, yeah, I'm serious. If it turns out bad, then I will look like such an asshole. But right now, I have no reason to yes, believe that. <laughs> I have no question. reason to believe that it's not going to be awesome because. All right. I just want to know one thing. But I will be totally honest. If it comes out and it's not what it should be, what if it's I will Camp be the Dredd? first one to say it. I will then. I will be the first one to admit that it's crap. Okay. It's written in a way that you actually care about the characters. You get to know the characters. And, you know, you kind of hate to see them go when they go. And also, you don't really know who's going. Like, you think you might know how it's going to end, and then you really don't. And oh, so, so it's like I know he did last summer three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh I will my. always know what he did last summer. Oh, my God. Now, Jamie, I want to know one thing. Up. Really quick, one thing. What? When ad-libbing, did Robert Patrick say, have you seen this boy? <laughs> no? Okay. I don't think he did. Um, oh, I do have one more news bit, though, that I just... Um, oh, my God. The show is jam-packed. Go ahead. Listener threw this at me. Um, there is going to be a... And this is a, this was actually mentioned, I think, on the, the Skeleton Crew group page as well. Uh, the Omen is going to have... Oh, fucking hell. ...a sequel that is a television movie oh, that is going to be a direct sequel to the first one. They're basically including all the other ones, you know. So, you know, that's coming. And it's going to be on Lifetime. Lifetime, dude. Oh, I'm fucking watching. Because all the good shit's on there, man. I am. Is Tori spelling in it? Yeah, Mother May Sleep with Danger. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, man. That's what I heard. One more thing. Marie from Florida wanted us to know that the FearNet Network, the channel, is still available in her area. And she's from Florida. Whoa, whoa. What are you calling us? Liars or something? (laughs) Did we make this shit up? Would it so, know, apparently, if you live in Florida, you can still get it. So I guess it's still out there in some markets, but I, I don't have it. I don't have it here. But um, well, I didn't know you can get the show there, so that's why I didn't say anything. You didn't know you can get the show in Florida. We don't care about shit that doesn't involve us personally. But Jeez. thank you, but thank you, Marie, for for letting us know that because I'm sure there are people out there who were upset that it was gone, and that might, you know, maybe now everyone. Check you. You could still be getting it wherever you are. You don't have to be in Florida. Maybe you're getting it wherever you are. Just uh, hey, thanks, Marie. Sure. I hope you're having fun watching all your fun horror movies while I'm sitting here in the dark dungeon. Yeah, are, are you going to get a Holliston season three? Because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't even know where that's going. Exactly. No, but just before Marie hates us, we're kidding. Yo, yo, Cody Robinson, Casey Bates. The show was over, so slam the gates. <laughs> <laughs>